If you haven't listened to the Skank Part 1, you might want to do that before you listen to the Skank Part 2. And I did try to continue off in the worst possible spot for Brad. Enjoy the Skank Part 2 on One More and We All Go. Nice dinghy. <laughs> That's a nice dinghy is a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, and I was telling, because we had Roger on. He did an episode with us. And uh, like when Todd went out with us after we left your place, we went and picked up Todd Bentley. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, Brad, everybody down here has got a, got a Cadillac. This is a Ferrari. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's a nice boat, but yeah, it was a pretty nice boat. It was a nice boat. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, people would show up and they're half million dollar center consoles and they hey man let me look at your boat and I'm like oh, okay <laughs> and he and so with roger being inside like yeah i've been polishing on her pretty hard trying to keep her up <laughs> he'd come back brad get out of the seat and sorry rog <laughs> yeah. yeah people down there appreciate a good boat yeah yeah it, but it's a beautiful time beautiful place uh so we'll, we'll go back to, we got to spend some time in the lake here I, but I know you like to have a good time. What about the Party Cove? Anything good ever happened to Party Cove? Anything bad ever happened to Party Cove? Uh, nothing ever bad happened to Party Cove except for when you and Adam are in a boat when you're 15 years old and you got your water guns and they're squirting all these people with their water guns. <laughs> and these guys have a jet ski and they got an inch and a half fire hose hooked up to the reverser on the jet ski. So all they do is just throw it in reverse and they got a fire hose. So these Brad and adam they squirt these guys with their water guns well they just back up to our boat and pump a thousand gallon of water in a boat in like 15 seconds <laughs> <laughs> they're thinking they thought it was fun but we were like damn we're guys yeah you just put a lot of water in our boat because i mean that fire hose hurts too right they just throw it in reverse and hit the throttle and it just blows and they're hanging on the hose like this like they're putting out a fire <laughs> is that is that in charlie's boat or doc's boat uh that was jerry's boat jerry's boat jerry's okay. crown line his nice mm-hmm. 265 crown line right so could that sink it no nah, well, no we didn't put enough in it to sink it but it damn sure turned the bilge on we'll probably end up in the water in the engine compartment wouldn't it? i mean it's gonna just float down there or oh, float yeah. down there. yeah it'd be yeah. right in the engine compartment we were like guys quit it so when did you get your boat? You've got a really nice boat that I got a chance to ride on this summer. I got a nice boat uh, three years ago. Three years ago. Well, tell a little bit about your boat. Yeah, I got a, it's a 29-foot outlaw twin 454s, big blocks on it. It's she nice sounds ride. mean. Yeah, it sounds mean. It's got straight pipes right out the back. Hmm. So we were down there a couple years ago, and, and it was the day that Charlie died. Tammy's dad died. So everybody's doing celebration toast, so they broke out a handle of Fireball. Uh-oh. So four of us decided to drink the whole handle. Mm-hmm. And they kept saying, we're going for a boat ride. I kept saying, no, we're not. Is a neighbor again involved. Yep. And uh, I'd move. He sounds like a bad egg. Oh, he's a good egg. He's a good egg. We're going. <laughs> we're going on a cruise with him for ten days in February. Well, it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're going for a boat ride. Yeah, yeah. He says we're going for boat rides. Well, about the third, third three hundred time, I told him. He says, "Okay, I tell you what. What we'll do is we push the boat out of the slip so nobody hears it." I'm like. Okay, now we're what four. time of day is it by then? Uh, one o'clock in the morning. Oh fuck, that can't be good. So he's, we're going to push it out of the slip. We need to be so, going seventy mile an hour across the lake at one in the morning. Tammy and I get in the boat, and we're in there, and him and Jenna, 
decide, okay, we'll push the boat out. So you push it backwards 25 foot to get it out of the slip. And then I start it. Like, good thinking, guys. <laughs> that worked really good. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> up the lake you go. You're like, okay, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's some serious thinking there, guys. Thank God you pushed it out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, it wouldn't have floated further out. <laughs> Good thing you pushed it out. Well, their cove, you got, what, a half mile of no wake until you get to the cove, right? Yeah. yeah it's, or half, so. it's no wake all the way back in there. But to think you push it out of the slips, nobody hears you start it. Well, they just push it backwards 25 feet, and then we start the boat. <laughs> right. It didn't change nothing. If anything, it made the echo worse. <laughs> Well, and, and this and then the sound system and it was gonna have like eighty five hundred dollars sound system in it when I bought it. So of course you gotta turn the radio on. Oh yeah. Kick them twelve inch bases on them. There's four of them under the seat, <laughs> four amps in it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. Nobody'll know we're here. Uh, so when we left your place that night when we were down there, <coughs> uh, we went around to one of the bars where that poker run was stopping at it. Captain Captain Mike Captain the, Ron's. Captain Ron's. And the boys were working the dock at the, so people don't know about lake life, I'm, I'm learning, but they got dock people, either high school kids, they're all out there and they make good tips and they're uh, helping fuel your boat. Or, they usually uh, look pretty good too. Yeah, they're usually well tanned and fit, but we had a couple young studs working, everyone looked like a big old fucking college linebacker. Like, oh man, we love your boat, and Roger's like, yeah, it's, it's great, he's, he's man, we'd love, we'd love to board behind that, and we were going out with Kale and Todd to board, and uh, he's like, well, come on in. And so the guy's like, seriously? And so the guy that was working the dock jumped off the boat and swam across the canal. And he's like, you can get a fire fist? I don't give a fuck, man. It's worth it. <laughs> and so we're going out, and he stayed with us, and they wakeboarded behind him for an hour and a half. They're drinking White Claws and shit, all the stuff we had left nobody wanted to drink. Yeah. Drinking it up. <laughs> and, uh, so they stayed out boarding with us for two hours, and we got back, and it's getting dark about 9 o'clock. And the lady comes out this gal, where the hell you guys been? Oh, man, it was awesome. She said, well, I covered for you. Better get your ass back over here. But, yeah, I don't know. It's worth it. We were down there a couple, two years ago, and the there's a rental house in the cove, and it was a whole bunch of college kids. There's there 19 of them. Like was, an Airbnb or something? It's okay. an Airbnb right there at the end of the cove. It's a new house that Jerry built, a spec, spec home down there. The okay. very first place he bought, when he bought the whole end of that cove, he built a spec home down there, and they sold it off, and it's an Airbnb now. And well, keep that these, in mind. Yeah, it's right there. All all college kids were there, and the lake was low, so they couldn't get the boat clear down in there to pick everybody up because they were all going back up to dog days or somewhere. And the lake was low, so he said, "Tammy ran out there in the dock and said, hey, don't go down in your boat. You'll bottom out your prop. Just load up on our dock.'" So they all come to our dock and got on. Well, they left, and then they left two people. They they didn't know they two people were late coming out. A guy and a gal. <laughs> So they left. Fuck so, you guys. Yeah, that's exactly right. So they sat there and drank with us. And every one of these kids, they were all they were all Republicans. They're from Chicago, Detroit, Indianapolis, big city kids. Yep. All, they were fun. So people. you guys probably got along pretty well. Oh, we got along great. And then when they come back, they offload on our dock. We had 19 college kids out there. And they drank all, everything that that fridge gets from all the people at the cabin yep. that nobody wants to drink. They drink at all. You got anything else that nobody wants? You're like, yeah, we just cleaned the fridge out on them. Yeah. And they unloaded. And every one of them sat there on the whole patio was full. And they were the nicest bunch. Sit there all night. They were respectful. Tammy kept buying swimsuits off of them. I think I got three pair of swim trunks at $20 a piece because she thought if they took them off that, that they'd be naked. 
and they sold them to her, and all three of them had boxers on underneath their swim trunks. So she said, you have got to be shitting me. This can't happen to me three times in a row. <laughs> she bought them from them. Yeah. So they take them off, and they had boxers on. I got pictures of you on here. Mine for mine, too. Well, that's Don't just what there. I was getting. I was getting the pictures of me at your dock. I got plenty of them. In my bikini. Yeah, going up the ladder. Oh, okay. That's probably where I got the video then. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I said it to you. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah, him and Tammy were lubing me up with dish soap, and then I was going down to my Speedo on their water slide. And... Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a good time, though. It's the best slide there is down there because it's fast. You can't buy them no more. Oh, yeah. An old one out of a swim pool in Oakland Phew, just dives. Huh. I mean, Emory goes off, but he just goes off, and he jumps in the air, and he hits it right at the bottom. and. Just... <laughs> <laughs> He'll free, miss one of these days. He just free falls, just jumps out in the air, well, just hits it part way down, just launches. So it. he's what, fifteen now? Because fourteen, yeah, fourteen. 15. So he's gonna he's hitting the puberty pretty hard, like all the boys are. He's gonna be about fifty pounds heavier when he gets down there this next summer, and he'll hit yeah. that. Oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> that really hurt. Caught my nut. Emery's fun. Him and Grandma have fun. They were twerking on the boat last year, going down through the cove. We had we had all the grandkids out there, and Emery and her him are both twerking. On the boat, Tammy's in the back, Amber's in the front, and we got all these videos. And Brianna was there, so she put on TikTok. We oh. had like a thousand hits that day, <laughs> and we had two people commented back. We were in the cove watching you when you come in. <laughs> we actually found it and seen them. <laughs> we seen you guys coming in. The small world. And Jordan's girls were like, Jordan asked her, "How was the ride?" Is it? Well, it's kind of R-rated. <laughs> Can we twerk on the boat, Daddy? It was Tammy and <laughs> Tammy and Emery doing it. <laughs> and Brianna posted it. Oh, so, you were telling me a little bit about your boat. Uh, you bought it from a fellow that wanted to race you with his new boat, right? Well, yeah, he bought that boat, and he wanted to go to the lake and be fast. He wanted to be fast, so the first time he's going down to the cove, they had a poker run down there at Memorial Day weekend. And uh, had a poker run, and he took off and headed down through the cove. And he That boat ran top 70 mile an hour. He's running down through there, and his boat just blew his doors off, and he was embarrassed. So he just said, I just want to sell a boat. It's not fast enough. So he sold it, bought another boat. It's supposed to be a lot faster, and I could still outrun him. <laughs> so he sold that one, bought another boat, goes a lot faster. Well, we'd been up to Lake House 13 one time, Tammy and I, coming back down through the lake, and I'd seen that colored, he had a bright orange, his bright orange boat sitting out there in the channel. He's like, well, that looks like Spencer's boat. So we pulled over there. See, what's going on? It was Spencer. He said, what's going on? He says, I just blew a motor. Cost him 35 grand Gee. to rebuild that one oh, motor. Oh, shit. And then he went out and bought a, a 45-footer with four engines on it and a cabin cruiser. So you had one to go fast, one to fuck around. I said, dude, I said, when are you going to learn? I said, there's always somebody faster on this lake. Yeah. Yeah. There's always somebody faster down here. You give me 10 grand, I'll kick you in the nuts. We can call it a day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, you see, there's one house down. I remember uh, we were were trucking along in the morning going to the boat races. Yeah. And there was this big house on the corner that's got this giant retaining wall that's got bronze elks and shit like that out on the retaining wall. Yeah. And that retaining wall has got to cost $2 million, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the amount of money people blow, and he, but he's one of the guys that had a 45-foot cigarette boat and plus a 45-foot yeah. cabin cruiser there. And he so, went bankrupt. That guy did? Yeah, he lost that place, <laughs> and he's built another place further down the cove because it cost probably well over $10 million just across from us. 
Oh, Jesus. I mean, the place that he bought is, I mean, he's got the whole cove in there. It's all his house. and He had like a three-story retaining wall that yeah. had animals and waterfalls coming all back water. off it had of it. had seven waterfalls. I think oh, they call geez. it yeah. seven falls is what they call it, seven falls. Because How many all waterfalls do waterfalls. Three. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank didn't get our joke. <laughs> no, I didn't. I missed it completely. No, he said they call it seven falls. It's called I said, seven How many falls. waterfalls did it have? He's like three. And they go, oh, okay. It's called seven falls. I think they called seven falls. No, but it, it was beautiful. But yeah. anyway, right there by that place, we were coming on the channel that morning. It was really choppy. One of the big old boats went by. My sister-in-law and brother-in-law and I were in the front of that little boat we were on. And we hit his wake and... Roger tried to get through it the best he can and kind of hit it to go through it. And she went up in the air and landed on the cup holder. And ended up, we thought she, what's it, the ulna on the outside of your forearm? Yeah. And she landed on her yeti koozie and beer and said, oh, damn it hurt. And she, she was, went back to the boat, and she's a tough gal, Crystal. But, uh, boy, she was laid up most of the day nursing that. She was really hurting on that. Get beat up out there pretty easy. Anyway. Yeah. And Roger did everything he could to get through it, but uh, he just nothing he could do. That boat came out also pretty hard, and we were in a tight area. I think we started out when we were going down there, it was 19 and a half a boat, and it was 21 and a half. Jerry had a 26 and a half. I got a 29. 29 is not big enough now. You need at least 32 to 38 to be on that lake when, it's, wow. when everybody's out. Right. Now, everybody used to have the fat, go fast boats. They all bought cabin cruisers. So they're out there in the cabin cruiser, and they cruise down through the channel. They don't put them up on weight because they don't know how to drive them. Yep. They don't put put them up on on well they're throwing a four foot wake yeah they're throwing a four foot wake or better or whatever so then you and the rock walls the, the waves go out and they just come back and amplify well you can't go out there so the the properties down there it seemed to me maybe the coves might be a little bit more desirable so you get off the channel where it's not so busy yeah. and you don't get your docks all beat to shit and stuff yeah right but there is no not so busy down there no more okay you know because you stuff can't buy lakefront unless you're. I mean, you you'll spend half a million for a lot now. Just oh. put a house. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can buy property. It means you can sell your lot for half a million. Yeah, well, we're clear down in the cove there, and we're, we're 15 foot off the water. You right. can't buy 15 foot off the water. They won't even let you build there no more. No shit. Yeah, we're 15 foot off the water. Oh, it's great. Wow. Yeah, because some of those guys have a quarter mile walk back to their yeah. million dollar house, and yeah. what the hell. I mean, they got to take a trolley or a tram. Yeah, I mean, Jeffrey, sir. come pick me up in the golf cart. Right. Yeah. Or they got a cable system to hike all their shit back up when yeah. they're all drunk at night. Yeah. If they're drinking. Golf sinners. cart trails, you'll clear down to where they load up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you see those giant multi-million dollar houses at top of a hill. Well, that's great. But you're a quarter mile from the water and you can't get down there on well, the cliff. Well, on our cove, around where Marion's is, you know, just around the corner where Kelly's is. Yep. They're putting 40 houses in there and they're all million million and a half dollar houses they're putting 40 in there into that cove and then around by the bridge they're building that 600 million dollar resort there Ooh. that has a 500 foot tower on it how are you going to go to the state park or go underneath that bridge with that 600 million dollar thing built there yeah i mean it's just the property tax would be crazy mm. I, mean, I mean you we can't go where it's quiet because there'll be no quiet no more Right, you can't go anywhere. Where you can just take kids and and ski and relax. Uh, you know, you want to get off the channel and hit you some can't, low can't, traffic area. You can't no more. It's not out there. Really? Wow. Where you used to ski when you were a kid, Marion's Cove. We used to ski back in there. I mean, you can't have been able to ski back there for 15, 20 years. Oh shit! Not back in my day. Back when yeah. I I'm was... old enough, I can say that now. When I turn forty, yeah. I can say that now. Yeah, Tammy grew up skiing down there. She grew up skiing on Charlie's shoulders. You know, that's yep. how they that's how they started. 
Wow. Yep. Sit on my shoulder, sit on the dock, take off. Yep. A pair of old wood skis. So, uh, we'll, we'll kind of bounce around a little bit there, but uh, we, we went through some lake life. And you, back home, when you're not at the lake, you're able to get back home and run your manure business. Uh, any great manure stories that ever happened, stuff that people really like to hear? Oh, Brad, we, we're not about spreading shit on this podcast. <laughs> but, uh, there's, there's, there's three or four of them that are really pretty good. I mean, I don't know if you were in on the time, but Nick Bates worked with me for a while. And he lived on the way home when Adam and I'd be going home at night, late at night. He lived on the road we were going by. So we'd always keep 10 pounds of pressure in the tank and manure in a bottle of the tank. So when we went by his house, we just hit the side gate, hit the switch, opened the side gate up. <laughs> and we'd paint his mailbox and his front yard and his driveway on our way by. <laughs> So we're going down the road headed south one time. He's got three big dogs. One is a beautiful golden uh, uh, Weimaraner. You didn't put poop on it, did you? They're sitting in the driveway <laughs> looking at us. And I get beside them dogs and I hit that gate. And it blew that dog upside down. He just went flying with a stream of green shit. <laughs> Six inches around. I mean, I had a lot of pressure to take. I was ready for this. I just blew that dog upside down. Nick calls me the next day and says, you son of a bitch. This is my poor dog. <laughs> yeah. People used to tailgate me going down the road because I wasn't going quite fast enough, and I'd just reach down and open the rear gate, and they'd get off my end gate really quick. Yeah. So th those that don't know, he was driving a, a semi with a big tank on it going down the road, and if somebody's tailgating, he would just crack it open a little bit, and uh, you'd want to vent back really quick because he's hauling 3,000-gallon of liquid shit. Uh, so you wouldn't want to tailgate him that long. <laughs> we had some people one time that were really upset with us because we were going in the driveway. And all of, they, they didn't have the right to do that. They were upset. So they called all their buddies out from town from the bar to come out and drive and block us. So I told the guys, keep plenty of pressure in your tank. Always keep a little bit in the bottom of the tank. So they'd pull, pull around us and pass us and try and block us and make us go real slow. So when they'd pull around and pass us, we just open a side gate on them, paint their cars. They didn't think that was very much fun. So it they, they were probably that, real happy about it after that. It ended that argument really quick. So did that, because a lot of that stuff was pretty dangerous though, but like when you got to the cattle feed yards, I know you said it always made you sick up there, didn't it? I did. I got sick at cattle feed yards. My my immune system got weak after being in manure for a lot of years. So. Well, because I mean, there's all that stuff in the air and you're yeah. breathing in, that stuff is so concentrated. But, yeah, I got in cattle feed yard. I, I laid in bed, couldn't move for a week, and ended up going to the hospital. And I got to the hospital, and I told the uh, doctor at the ER what happened. He says, well, that would have nothing to do with it because your skin would never absorb nothing like that. Like, seriously, why do you have your gloves on, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time, I remember two good manure stories. Brad was hauling for me one time. Uh, he was out at Todd Bentley's haul manure, and he was pulling a honey wagon behind a tractor. Sticks. And he didn't bring any lunch. So I went up to Todd's fridge because I knew he had a bunch of uh, jalapeno uh, <laughs> cheese beef sticks. So I took Brad a pack of them for dinner. I come back that afternoon, late that afternoon, to check on Brad. And he's got his long sleeve shirts only got one sleeve. <laughs> and I'm like, they were really good. I'm like, what the hell? He says, 
Well, you didn't tell me they were hot. <laughs> he, he needed he needed a little help <laughs> wipe his butt because his sleeve was gone on his shirt. He's running around on one sleeve. I think I had no sleeves in a midriff by the time I got home that day. <laughs> they were pretty hot. It tore me up. <laughs> well, I ate a fucking pound of jalapeno meat sticks, processed meat, and oh yeah, it went right through me. I, Good time. I was hauling one time, and I always kept spare clothes when carried in the truck in a bag, a duffel bag underneath the passenger seat and uh i got painted so i went in uh, all the big confinements always had a shower in an office so i went in took a shower got my jeans out of my bag somebody needed a shop rag to cut one pant leg off so it was clearing my balls down <laughs> i don't have one pant leg on my jeans I'm like what the hell and i go out there and the farmer's out there and he looks at me and says what's up with that I'm like Somebody needed a rag, apparently, because they cut my whole leg off my damn jeans. So I have one leg, bare leg, and my work boots. <laughs> He's looking at me like, like, sorry, dude. <laughs> you, I think, didn't you have uh, O'Carry Hackett working for you one time, and he was doing a... Yeah, we had he, an eight-inch eight line out of a two-million-gallon tank, and he did for, he shut the wrong valve, and Carrie had a full beard, long hair. And he shuts the wrong valve, and he's standing there, bent over forward, and it's just blowing this black manure all over his face and his head. He don't know what to do. And I run up, I run up and shut the valve. <laughs> I told him, "You go." Ahead. It was the first day he worked for me, and been there three hours. It'd be the last day I worked for you. Too. It was the last day. It was the last day you worked for me. I said, "You go up there to the office and take a shower and just change clothes and go home." And that's the last time I ever seen him. <laughs> that's the next day he started cutting trees. Yeah. <laughs> I had remote controls that turn the agitator off and on that could, whenever you loaded. And I was, Squeak Herring was working for me at the time. And he'd sit up on the hill with his remote, and I'd get clear full, I'd shut it off. And I'd get ready to get my truck, and all it's running all over everywhere. And I hit my remote and shut it off because he's waiting to pull in behind me. And I'd get ready to get my truck looking. It's running everywhere again. Well, he was up there turning the damn thing on. Every time I'd turn it off, I'd get ready to get the truck. He'd turn on and like panic, and I'm back break my remote, hitting the button, trying to get it shut off. And he'd sit up on the hill, turning it on. Like a son of a bitch. You just quit. said he didn't get to that first. That is a good one. Uh, so, but when, when you lived out there at the farmhouse, I spent a lot of time out there with Adam. Didn't you rig up something in your backyard for the kids? He had a sky tram. Yes. Like cable all the way from the house. I never the rode road. it, but it looked like a good time. It was like, you know, 100, 150 yards down there to the lower house. I strung a cable between the trees. And uh, I had a barn pulley on it, wooden barn pulley. You climb up the ladder up the tree, and then you go down the barn pulley. You go take it clear down. I left just enough slack in it. You could get kind of float down, touch your feet, and stop at the bottom end. So... My son one time, or Jared, Tammy's uh, youngest son, he wanted to show my mom and dad how he could go down the tram. I said, well, that barn pulley's a little bit slow right now. Let me lube it up a little bit. So I got up there and sprayed it with some liquid Like Clark oil. Griswold. Yeah. I got up there and sprayed it down really good. I said, you're good now. And he takes off, and all you hear is <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. He's hauling ass. 
and I run and I jump the barbed wire fence. I'm chasing. I said, Jared, when you hit the slack, just put your feet down. Put your feet down. Well, he was going too fast. He didn't put his feet down. And it was exactly like Roadrunner. So Tammy and I are running through the pasture, and Tammy's freaking out because we're going, he's like hauling ass. Tammy's freaking out, and I'm laughing because this is good. He gets to the cable clamp that stops it from going any further, and it's exactly like Roadrunner. The cable stopped. He turned completely upside down, went 10 foot through the air, slammed the tree with his feet in the air, head down, and slid down the tree to the ground. And I'm dying laughing. I'm like, it's exactly like Roadrunner. And Tammy's freaking out because Jared's hurt. I was laughing. so, And then she's mad at me because I was laughing like, oh, no, no. This, this is classic. This How is old a kid would he have been? Oh, he might have been eight, maybe oh. eight. Eight, maybe eight, maybe nine. Right. Right. And the next day, he's like, so he's sucking this injured thing up. He's like, the next day, he's like, Dad, I think I might feel better if uh, I went down that thing again. It might help me feel better. He's like, okay. Back up the tree we went. <laughs> this time, put your feet down. You got to work the kinks out. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I used to tie Brianna. Brianna was maybe two, three years old. I'd just take a lead rope. Hauled a rope, tie around her, tie her to my chest, and we'd jump up in it, and away we'd go, bail out, and head to the other end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember one day I was up there jacking around with you boys, and uh, I was carrying the air bubble down to the barn. And I'm like, God damn, this thing's heavy. It must be full. Because I was telling you that it was going to weigh more when I got it full of air. <laughs> and I was, I remember arguing, he's like, it's air. I'm like, and so, uh, but I remember very clearly arguing, no, no, I, I just filled it up. It's got, it's fucking heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> I remember one time at Carson Machinery, Max Fulton was working there, and Gary Stevens told him that you need to back the semi-trailer and change air in all the tires. So Max has a semi-backed in, has all the air out of the trailer and the truck, and Larry comes up and says, what are you doing? He says, we're going to change air in the tires. We need to do air in there. <laughs> <laughs> Gary got an ass chewing from Larry over that one. <laughs> we got better things to do than have Max chasing air in the tires. <laughs> and That's when, we, when he had to always go down, when he got this time of year, go down and check antifreeze and all of them. So you'd have an antifreeze. You'd go down and test yeah. 30, and you'd write on the side of the hood, minus 20, minus 30. We had Max doing this. When we get to the Deutz, Deutz is air-cooled. Oh, okay. <laughs> Max screws around there for a while, and we go down there, and he's got minus 30 written on the side of the hood. <laughs> Doesn't have any antifreeze in it. How did you do that, Max? <laughs> minus 30. <laughs> what was his answer? I don't remember well, what it was, but whatever it was, it was a lie, because it, <laughs> it wasn't no antifreeze in it. Right. <laughs> And then I talked him into riding in the duel one time when I was out disking. So he's in the duel, hanging on, you know, laying inside the wheel like this. And he's doing his flips. Well, he's getting along really good, so I picked a disc up and grabbed another gear. Boom. Next thing you see the back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you dumbass. I shouldn't do that to you. Yeah. He's lucky he didn't get run over by the disc. <laughs> he's giving me shit all the time. when We always go to Oakland and get feed. And... <laughs> when Max gets a laugh and he pukes, so I took him to Dairy Queen because he's being a smart ass that day. So I took Dairy Queen on big chunk of malt, and then I used to always flip the passenger seat because the them old bench seats in the vehicle. You flip the lever and you get the brake and you fucking smash your head on the windshield. 
<laughs> I'd do that. He'd be giving me shit and fucking with me and thinking he's being funny. I'd flip the seat and hit the brake and fucking bang him off the windshield of the <laughs> The whole thing about throwing through the steering wheel. But I took him up and got a chocolate mold. Well, we're coming home and he's being a smart ass, so I make him start laughing, doing something stupid. Well, he has to puke now. <laughs> this whole chocolate mold, he's... Rolls the window down this far. He's trying to ram his head. So he's beating his fucking head on the window, trying to get it to go out the crack. <laughs> and he's puking all over the fucking car. <laughs> it's a nice car, dude. He's puking all over the inside of the door, all down the side, trying to ram his head out the crack. Like, just roll the fucking window down, you dumbass. <laughs> so then he takes the lid off his cup, but he starts puking into his cup to fill the cup up. <laughs> like... Oh, I'm sorry, Max. I'm just love fuck with you. It <laughs> <laughs> seems a little harsh. So, did you ever get hazed at work, Frank? Any any hazing stories back in the radio days? Uh, what was a radio hazing? There's not much for radio hazing. Uh, I did sell cars for a while, and they one time, uh, they're like they always sent the new guys. Were like, well. We got to go out and we need the windshield stretcher. Mm-hmm. So the body shop needs the windshield stretcher. You need to go to Woodhouse Auto and get the windshield stretcher. Well, they were all in on it. We're like, well, we had it. We loaned it to Greg Young. So you had to drive all the way to Greg Young, and they would just keep doing it. They would just send you all over hell for that. Well, there they, ain't such a thing. No. So they tell me we need the windshield stretcher. I was like, there's no fucking thing. There's a, glass is glass. You can't stretch glass. So they're like, oh, okay. So a few days later, the sales manager comes over. He's like, hey, I need you to go over in uh, at Dairy Queen. You give me some hot dog soup. Mm. Here's 10 bucks. I was like, okay. So I go over to the Dairy Queen. They're in Lake Manawa. And uh, I'm like, hey, I know there's no such thing as hot dog soup, but I know you have hot dogs boiling in water. Give me a cup of the broth, just a cup of the water, and I'll give you $10. Yeah. They're like, okay. So they filled up a soup cup with the the hot dog water, <laughs> and I gave him the ten dollars, and I brought it back, and I sat on his desk, and he never, never said a word to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the most hazing I've ever. I was got. gonna yeah. say that was pretty lame on his part for yeah. hazing. I mean, hot dogs too. You come with something better than that. Yeah. Remember when Bill Poland was alive? The propane guy. Yeah, he did a lot of propane, propane airplanes. Robin Poland's dad. Yeah. The. Uh, the rumor how the uh, potash used to bridge up, oh, yeah. straight up, straight down, which is fertilizer we so don't use. So you had to get plant. in there and you had to get in there and poke it all loose. Well, I went in there and poked it all loose and it slid down. And then I took my boots off and a hat and stuck my boots in the fertilizer. <laughs> and He's my gonna hat, think I'm dead. This and my great. hat on top of the pile. <laughs> so I went to the office and said, Mark Beetle, Mark Beetles, and I said, Tell Bill come out and get me. I got a phone call. So Mark Martins and I go up the catwalk. We're laying up in the rafters watching. <laughs> Bill comes out, and you know that concrete floor gets slick as like ice because it's smooth from skid loader and condensation. Bill comes in there and he said, "Sid, you got a phone call. You got a phone call." And he comes out there and he said, "Sid," and he screams and he grabs my two boots. And he grabs and he jerks and he freaking feet slide out from under and he goes over backwards and he hits the ground. You killed him, didn't it? We, did, we didn't say we're laying up there in the rafters just crying. <laughs> Bill goes, Bunkers think it's fucking funny, don't you? You son of a bitches. And he leaves. He wouldn't talk to me for like two weeks. 
<laughs> we didn't tell him we were up in the rafters watching him. He was freaking out. Since you could have been then, the first American's funniest the videos. Pole was stuck in the in the pole was stuck in the pot of ash. My boots were sticking out about this far. He, he planted both feet so he could really get a hold of me, and he jerked and <laughs> flipped over backwards. He was nothing. <laughs> what an asshole! He tried to save my life. Yeah, but that could have been the first YouTube sensation if you had that on it video. Been, it would have been viral as fuck. It'd been better if you'd invented YouTube back in '94. Uh, yeah. No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> We'd be in a jail. We had proof in. I always run around. Wanted to run for public office to see what kind of shit they could remember and dig up back. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember that one. What do you got? <laughs> Come on, these are funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess we're up to the mid '90s now with some of your stories. Uh, in, anything else notable? What what happened else notable? Because you moved on from manure business and you went to selling additives for manure right after that. Yes, I did that. Well, I did that. Whoa, 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 whoa. What kind of additives do you have? Like corn? Nope. Oh. Go ahead. Biologicals, nah, I right? I didn't do that till 2020. Was selling additives 2018 to 2020. You, you can stabilize that the nitrogen in the manure, oh. so the manure stays stable. So you make get, it more usable. So you oh, get, my, mine was just a clear poop joke. Yeah. <laughs> Real mature, Frank. Yeah, sorry, guys. Not on this show. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Not on this show. <laughs> no, you stabilize it. So it says. So in 2020, I sold that for a company out of. Uh, North Carolina for uh, two years till COVID hit. COVID hit, and that was. I had one customer that killed ten thousand head of three hundred fifty pound pigs and ran through a bale shredder. I've heard these stories. So it's kind of go ahead and explain that. It's kind of hard to go to them because they had to compost it because nobody would take it. The the packing plants were shut down from COVID. Nowhere to go the pigs. You can't not feed them, so they got overweight. but Nothing they were killing the big ones in hopes the small ones would make it. Yeah, they kill the big ones out and just hope. So they they kill them and then they run them through a shredder and compost them. Well, but you're talking like ten thousand hogs at a time. Cause I've ten thousand three hundred fifty pound pigs, and I've, I've I've seen their piles. And you, I've gone to these guys before through a bale grinder. You know, I, I I sell them treatments and how's your day today? He says, well. One guy had doing tre- uh, he was doing trials for me up here up north up by Schleswig. He says, "Dude, I'm sitting in my chair right now in the living room." He says, "I planted my corn beans. Haven't had rain 45 days. Just got done going outside killing a bunch of my pigs." He says, "I'm sitting in my chair right now." I'm like, you know, I understood them, and the company didn't understand what they were going through. Like, right. I am not going to say, "Well, you want to buy something to treat your manure with?" Right, you know, it just yeah. it wasn't in the car. Yeah, they're, they're trying to figure out how I'm, not I'm, to eat a bullet. Make, they're trying out how to make money, and I'm like, no, I'm on this. These guys, I don't know where they're at, and they, they you know, corporate didn't care. Yep. So, called me up one day, said, "You don't have a job no more." Went, cool. Yeah, that's good because this isn't working for me either. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a salesman. <laughs> I'm not gonna go do this. Yeah. So I, I guess uh, so. That was 2020, right? 2020. Yeah, when that got nasty. Uh, so what, what do you what do you do to occupy your time now? What are you busy with? Oh, Tammy and I. Well, some in between all Only that. Only fans. In between all yes, that. Yes, feet picks. In between the 90s and there, Tammy had a salon business for 19 years. Yep. She sold the salon when her mom got ALS and she wanted to stay home and take care of her mom. So she had to spend 
three years with her mom. Yep. Taking care of her. Who was day. a true lady, by the way. Oh, Donna was a wonderful woman. Spent all that time taking care of her. Uh, at, at the same time, we raised three stepkids. Yep. And one of our own. Uh, we did that. We were both EMTs. Tammy's an EMT for 13 years. I'm an EMT, EMT for seven. EMT and volunteer fire department. Yep. So we did that. Uh, did you guys ever drink on the fire department? <laughs> you ever, no, you said that wrong. You said that wrong. Do you guys ever not drink on the fire department? There you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a fire department or the EMT thing. It was really fun. It's really heartbreaking, both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun one, though. We went out on a call one night. Guy had a heart attack. Sounds great. 30 below <laughs> zero, 30 <laughs> below zero outside. It was brutal. And we go out, and we go to the guy's house, and we go in, hook the pads up, uh, advise no shock, advise no shock. I mean, he was he was gone. And his house is, he was a hoarder, so his house is full. Sweet, so how are we going to get him out of here? So we pick him up on the cot, hold him overhead, get through, and he's naked, laying in bed, 2 o'clock in the morning. Take him outside, and we lay him on a cot, 30 below zero. Laying out there, like, well, we better get him loaded up, take him. And he go like, because ah, it was cold. <laughs> Froze his berries. He, he come right to life. And There's he nothing more he was alive? Yeah. There's nothing Holy more shocking. Our, 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 you're just nuts. You're just cold. Our, <laughs> our machine wouldn't buy. It says, advise no shock. He's gone. Advise no shock. It wouldn't shock. And get him outside and leave him laying out the cotton stark naked out there at three below zero. I guarantee you want to live. <laughs> he, come, he come in to co-op. Two weeks later, and thank me, he had a four-way bypass, and he's fine after that. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, I bet that scared the shit out of you, though. <laughs> You're like, well, well, it really wasn't because until he sucked air, when he started sucking air, like the other guy, Mike, You're dead. Dude, quit it. Mike leaves says, "Sid, you drive like a son of a bitch because this guy's alive." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And away we went. That Saved was scared the shit one. out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, them deals don't happen all the time, but every once in a while you get a good one like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's perfectly fine. It's, Brad's made the it. comment before about how when you're an EMT in a small town volunteer sort of basis, it's never never a good deal because everybody nah. you go visit is nah. someone you know. Yeah, it's, you, you it's, know them most. Yeah, know them or so know someone that knows deal. them. Yeah. Well, it's thank, thank you for your... It's bittersweet. Yeah, I, I, I love doing I did it for six years. But uh, love doing it, but between family and farming and EMT and rodeo and rodeo committee, and I should say, something had to go. There was just too yeah. much going on, and that was one that made the chopping block. Yeah, that made the chopping block for me because we were living out of town at the time, and Tammy says, you're going to be the one dying on the way to town to get there in time to be, yeah, to get to the call. And she says, we don't need that, so that's why I quit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I love doing it. We just had too much going on. and I, I was doing everything half-assed. I just had yeah. too much going, so... I couldn't be committed to all of it. So. Yep. And I Same told my way. wife, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's go outside naked, see if you live. <laughs> <laughs> my God, that worked. Do they, do they call that the, the skank now? When you, take, when you take folks outside and they're dead and yeah. really cold. <laughs> oh, we skanked him. Do the skank uh, We can try it this week for when they play this, by the time Frank airs this, it's supposed to be a high of negative four next week. Yeah. Holy crap, that's going to be A high? Cool. A high of high. negative four on what Friday. What day is that? Friday. 
Oh my God, I'm yeah. getting the hell out of here. Low and negative 15. <laughs> I'd head to the lake for the holiday if I were to go to the lake. Big. We'll go further than that. There ain't no way to stop the lake. Mm-hmm. Drop my dog off. <laughs> At the lake? Hit Brianna. Deal with, Brianna's it. Deal with it, Sparky. Yeah, Brianna lives there. Brianna will take care of him. He'll be stiff as a board when you come get him. Mm, poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> we, ain't doing that. we ain't doing that twice. She knows better now. Hey, well, hold on. One thing we haven't brought up yet. So sitting in front of me right by the moonshine is Sid's resume. Sid brought his resume in. And was, what the, well, I guess me and Frank are hiring. But what, what do you got? Yeah. And uh, so he brought his resume of his job history. And he, and he said, he, what did you need that for, Sid? The only reason oh, I needed it was before, for dates. Before you mentioned what you needed it for, you mentioned that not only did he bring his resume, he brought some moonshine. <coughs> Blueberry yeah. moonshine. Which is delicious. If you're, if you're going to go for a job interview and take your you resume bring, anyway. You bring moonshine. Bring moonshine. Yeah. yeah bring moonshine. Which I've had at least a half an ounce by now. It's pretty good stuff. No, I need. I didn't know there were actual blueberries in it until. Oh, there's chunks. Oh yeah, yeah. you getting them? Are you getting the blueberries? I'm getting there. I'm getting, oh, we're, we're getting, getting down, down on it. We've ate quite a few of them out of there, but that's that's the good part. The blueberries are. You bake them in a pie. Could you imagine a a moonshine soaked blueberry pie? Yeah, yeah, but you bake the alcohol out of it. Oh, yeah. fuck, you're right. Yeah, I know. It. Yeah. Can't have that. Uh, what whole one thing we didn't talk out yet? Uh, who had to give you the birds and bees talk growing up? Was it? Was it your dad? Your dad's name is Lance, right? Is it? Larry. Larry. I didn't get no birds and bees talk. No? How'd you figure it out? Hey, we roughed it. Yeah. <laughs> R- little R&D, little research and development. I figured it right out. Roughed it. Unfortunately, I figured it out. Feel sorry for her. <laughs> so her. That's a great question, Brad. Yeah. Did you just come with that with right now? Yeah, well, I was thinking yeah. that because, I mean, Sid and I have had a lot of birds and bees talk to ourselves. He actually helped teach me this stuff. I, I had one, one of them with really good with Cody. Who was with Cody? Brad Elliott. Brett. Brett Elliott. Yes. One time they come out the house and they, we got them just totally drunk and shit sitting at the <laughs> kitchen table. And Kelly and Cody still brings that story up. He says, "Man, we were a little, we were fourteen, fifteen years old, or sixteen years old enough to drive. They come at the house and he got smoked, and they they had they had a good time." Well, truth be told, uh, I learned about sixty nine and. From your wife, but not the way everybody's thinking. Oh, yeah, attaboy. Uh, we attaboy. Were, we were all at the Cory camping when we all camped together, all our families. And uh, Adam and I were bitching and moaning about something. So Tammy, that black and gray Dodge Caravan you guys had. Yeah. She was taking us back up to your place in Oakland. And I think we'd, everybody been camping. So you know what, when we're camping, there's probably a few beers going around. Guess what Sid and I are doing later. She explained, <laughs> not 69. <laughs> so me and, Adam, me and Adam are in the minivan and... And Tammy's explaining to us what that is. I'm like, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. That sounds preposterous. You put that on your face? Push off. Yeah. <laughs> what if they fart? That's <laughs> right, right in my nose. <laughs> but I, well, I, I, I was very surprised. But that's how it, I remember very clearly. Because right in front of Myron Falk's house, we came through yeah. door, uh, came up 59. I remember to this day. Hilarious. If they fart, you just queef it, and you turn around, get up, turn around, back, and kiss them, and blow it right back in their mouth. <laughs> what you do? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta queef it. Oh, oh there's a whole equation. There's the whole is, process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The process. <laughs> you can get away with that fart. <laughs> I'm queefing that motherfucker. <laughs> I'll blow, right, special I'll, blow back up your, I'll blow right back up your nose, honey. <laughs> right back at you, darling. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, honey. You're next. 
<laughs> so when uh, so when uh, you get you get down uh, something else I want to bring back up, but you're out at the uh, the backwoods strip club in Missouri. What's yeah. the name of this place? It's got to give it a great know. name. If it's I not a good not. one, make it up. I don't know one name. Coco's House. Coco's, but is it a pretty classy joint out in the sticks of the Ozarks? Oh, well, you figure that out for yourself. What do you <laughs> think? Coco, you got to take your own alcohol in, and we didn't have no alcohol because which is pretty common it. with strip bars, I believe. And we had Jenna with us, and there was a bunch of guys from the military that were getting ready to go in. And we're like, we got no alcohol. Like, hold on, I got this handled. Hi guys, how are you tonight? Guess how we got in and all the alcohol you want to drink for the night. Hold on, you said that or Jenna did? Jenna did. Oh, I was gonna say I thought maybe a bunch of gay sailors and you had to work your swerve on them. Oh no, huh? I'm no swerve. <laughs> <laughs> you silver tongue devil. Yeah, you still blew them. But. Yeah. yeah, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> I'm not gay. Needless to say, we drank for free that <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, needless to say. Um. <laughs> this is going to be the greatest episode because right now we're at the point where we're probably going to have to split it into two. I hope so. And we then, need... and then the part there was like, there's several where it's like, well, let's 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 say this to be air. continued. And but, then Brad's like, and back on air. All right, but I like the cliffhangers because people are like, God, I wonder what they said. And they're going to be yep. wondering what we talked about, why they were it's off. It's going to be us doing a brief. There's description. cliffhangers. We never we left a hundred cliffhangers <laughs> out on the way up here, but <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we call those teasers in the biz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a teaser since last night. <laughs> since every day. Damn what, you, Jess. Is that when you ask and she said? No, is that a, considered well, a teaser? Just, just this morning, I I said, "Hey, I'm going to get in the shower. You want to join me? I'm going downstairs." <laughs> All right. So shower downstairs? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. We never shower down this. there. We I never shower down there. <laughs> Let me make this weird. <laughs> Shot down. <laughs> so we're we're down at the lake. We're uh, I, I, I the lake story's going to come back to me. Oh, we're well, we were at 2020, but let's. Yeah, we can go back to the lake. He's at the lake in 2020. Okay, I'm at the lake every year. Yeah. So, what what's your favorite hobby down there? I mean, do you you like just cruising the boat and seeing the sights and meeting your old friends? You go down. You go there and concerts. You go go there when it's quiet for the week to boat. You don't go there to boat on a weekend because you can't fight the water, fight the people. Right. So you go there, and the best thing is to just be able to chill. Right. Sit there and hang out, you know, and have a good time. Meet meet your buds. Go out boat in the morning. Yep. Boat when it's quiet, when everybody's not there. Monday through Thursday, you can boat, do whatever you want. Weekends, we'll have everybody in the cove will be sitting in the water floating. Yep. And I got a new floaty. I got nice. a blow up doll. Nice. <laughs> Laying on her back, her arms and legs are in the air. You, and so you just ride that around? Yeah, yeah, you ride that around. <laughs> that's your floaty on the lake. I mean... I, I got just one that has those little uh, torpedo motors on it. Yeah, that you can steer around. It's just got joysticks. So you can steer them. It goes really slow. It should be on their arms. Fair, it has one joystick. That should be on their arms. Well, it's one. Like it's, it's not a remote control doll. Oh, it's not you. This one's not oh, a doll. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, you know okay, you need so. a doll with the, so my, with the arms and the joysticks for the guy. I'm not paddling her very far after she paddles my joystick. We're gonna make it about a half a yard, and I'll be out of battery. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you go? No, never do. <laughs> never do. Never have. <laughs> never do. <laughs> it's an urban legend. 
No, we got coolers. That you ha- you need to get one anyway. You just throw your beer in. You roll the top shut and throw it in the lake. It's like a wet bag or a dry bag. Yeah, I mean. like a dry bag yeah. type thing. You throw them in. It'll hold a case. Of, it'll eighteen pack and a bag of ice. Holds ice pretty good. Oh God! Really? All day long. The ones, the Is ones I've Yeti? seen, most of those cheap ones nah, you have no. that you throw in the water, they don't hold ice for this shit. Oh, no, this holds ice forever. Because yeah, out the quarry we float quite a bit. I have to come on and float with this this summer sometime. Uh, if you're not down I got two different ones. I got ones a backpack style we bought for winter down in Florida all the time. Yep. So we bought that one for down there. We just put you can put a case of beer in it. The one we got was the bigger one. You can put a case of beer in it and. A huge bag of ice and roll it up, throw it in. You throw it in the water and jump nice. in. Nice, yeah. So Take floating for you townies that are listening. Yep. We'll, Bel- uh, Belgium. Yeah, in Belgium. But we'll we'll get our, our tubes or your floaty, whatever you got to float in, maybe an inflatable doll. And you'll float your cooler with you and you get in about noon, one o'clock, and then you get out about seven, eight o'clock. And nobody has to pee the whole time you're out there. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, they hold it the whole time, but everybody's got to go when they get out. My depends get so full. Yeah, yeah, they'll the soak lake. up half the lake. Yeah. Uh, did you guys know that you can pee in the water? Oh, that's what I do. Yeah. I'll be damned. Yep. I told my grandson that last year. He says, "Grandpa, I got to get out and go pee." I'm like, "You can pee in the water." I said, "The fish do." He says, "Well, they do, but I'm not peeing in the water." <laughs> So he gets out and goes pee on the tree, and he gets back in the lake. Well, like, okay, dude. I, I'm guessing it's about your age, but our buddy Jeff Kerrigan, uh, he floats all the time out there at the local swimming hole, and every time he's got a piss, you'll see him paddle into the bank. He can't pee in the water. He's however 45, 50 years old, and he's paddling. Got to go pee, Jeff? Yep, I'm heading in. <laughs> and he'll paddle 100 yards back in, go pee, and come back. <laughs> I'm going to go up and see Brian for a minute, and Brian and me are going to visit. Yep, let's go have a squirt. Yep. Nailed it. Oh, well, leave that in. That's we'll a small room. You're in, you're out. Yeah, don't put that in there. This is a hot box. Yeah. I'd... Oh, man. we got to wrap this up quick. I've, it's been a week uh, with Brad down in Vegas. I can I can pick his fort oh, out of a crowd. And I listened to that last episode, and I, when I went pissed, you're like, I think Brad's sleep naked. But, yeah. It's t-shirt, no underwear. Yeah. T-shirt, no panties. That's how I roll. Yeah. So but, Brad had to pee last episode, much like I had to this episode. Yeah. And uh, we talked about how he had to... I thought he slept naked with just a shirt on. Which I like that. Because I, I woke up in the morning completely clothed because I party with the, those Asian I guys. I went to bed like 9 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I look over and Brad's just bare ass in the bed. I was like... I was awake, but I knew you were stirring, so I thought I'd give you yeah, a show. Dang, dang. That's how Tammy and I never, fuck, we ain't wore gyms in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Saves on laundry. I mean, you're not at the lake. Uh, you're you're rushed around doing your projects you guys do now. What do you got on your bucket list when you're when you're retired? Where do you want to retire? You want to retire at the lake in Florida? I know you love water. You always have. Uh, what, what do you want to do when you retire full-time that you're not working all anymore? You can just cruise. We've been trying to buy a place in Florida for a couple of years, but the market down there is insane. Yep. Hurricanes so, got to help that, don't they? Make it cheaper? No, don't make it cheaper. I oh, mean, really? The property's cleared, so, you know, they go back and <laughs> rebuild. The anyway. way up. Yeah. yeah. Interest uh, rates have gone up, so that's slowed down the, the builds, and the but the property prices, the people that were willing to go down there and, and live now, they were going to buy a $400,000 home at a cheap interest rate. Well, now... With the interest rates going up, they're all moving to $300,000 homes, and their payment's the same to offset the interest. So they're all still moving there. 
So there's the Pinellas County alone by Clearwater, Tampa. They had eighteen hundred families a month moving in. Families. Holy shit! Buying homes, moving in. How many are going out? How many are dying? Nobody's going out. The only ones going out is the ones dying. Eighteen hundred a month. Eighteen hundred families. In one county. Families, one county, Pinellas County. Man, Tampa, that seems like an infrastructure nightmare. I mean, just off the top of my it head, it is because I mean, you go in, you want you want to buy a house, your three hundred fifty thousand dollar house now is costing you four hundred fifty, and you got to bid five hundred to get it because everybody's been forty fifty thousand over the market, right? Right away, so so you have, so you have to do that. So now they're buying cheaper houses, so the houses market where we wanted to be at, we don't want to go to Florida and and be locked into. a a house where you have to go work and you have to do all this. So we're like, well, we're not going to do that. So Tammy says one day we were driving back home because I like to drive it because I was an over-the-road truck driver for five years. Yep. I like to drive it. I'm like, well, she says, what do you think about just fixing our place up, living cheap and traveling, going down there and you want to buy a $50,000 park model? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you right? go? Why wouldn't you go buy a park model and go down there for Two months. I think Lowell place in Arizona was under 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they had. They don't cost them. No. No. So that's what we decided we were going to do. So we come back home. So that's what we'll do. Yeah. Well, good for you. I'm not liking it right now because it's cold out. It's cold <laughs> as shit. Well, this tonight's not bad, but like we said, next week's going to be brutal. The hot tub's only six foot from the back door, though, so... Yeah, still time that's, to shrivel. Uh, still six foot is. You can break what? how many toes in that distance? You can break. You can break the biggest toe you have. But Sid probably like to hear your story, and so would the rest of our world. Uh, so we went to a birthday party in Des Moines. We're staying at an Airbnb. Brad and I. It was just us two there. So <laughs> uh, that sounds romantic. Or, Come on, Frank, in the tub. Or it was a bunch of couples. So yeah. There's four couples. So everybody's getting into the hot tub. And I didn't know. I was like, I don't think this is a swinger thing. But if this is a swinger thing, I need to get kind of fluffed up. So I was a little. So you wanted uh, to get into the swinger thing? You got, you got a little blood into it. Yeah. I just, a good man. Just flicked it a couple of times to make sure it was away. So I didn't realize that from the house to the hot tub, there was a, a patio. But there was a step down to the patio and then a step up to the hot tub. I didn't know that. I went to step. You don't need to, You don't need to if you just like bridge it. I didn't. Jump. I wasn't so excited. I was going to leap into it like a fucking Mario. He's going to dive in and land in Shiloh. So I, I just went to walk out and I, I fell. I fell hard. Sid, that'd be called Biff. I no, I ate shit. I think is what the kids call it. Uh, and I broke. I twist fractured my big toe. Mm. It looked like it hurt, but he powered through it. He hung for like an hour in the hot tub. He's like, I got to get out. Yeah, it sucked. It was bad. But I was drunk and he was hurting, so we sat on the couch and. Yeah. Eat some takeout food and eat, drink, yeah. and be merry. I did that roller skate with the grandkids one time. Some kid come across in front of me and stopped my feet, and I face planted. And I like punch that kid in the face. I heard this terrible crunching noise. Like, what is that? I've had my nose broke two or three times before that because I had it rebuilt. And like, well, it's not bleeding, so it must be okay. Well, what it did is pushed it all in, and when your bones break in your sinuses, they go like this. Oh. So it just crushes all your cavity in. <laughs> oh. So, so put, put your hands together like you're praying. That's what you do. That's, and spread your fingers, and then just move them he together. Says, I'll gi- said, Here's all the steeple. Oh, geez. He says, I'll give you an MRI, and I'll tell you everything that's ever happened in your nose. So like, 
dude, what the hell have you been doing? <laughs> You're a mouthy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I went in the bar one night. Chiefy, good story. Went in. We were cruising around with a bunch of girls from around town. He's on the tube. You're driving. Oh, uh, no. We were in a car, his car at the time. And we'd go out the country. and Their twos were tight. Chiefy had the girls in the car, and I got to go pee on dirt road out by Sternberg's. And Chiefy takes off and leaves me. Well, I had a cowboy hat in my hand. So I run. Fuck, I was healthy. I was in karate all the time. I run back down. Had a cowboy hat and a little fucking ball in my hand. Like, Here's your fucking hat. When he come back to see where I was at, I was already in town. Here's your hat. <laughs> I come up swinging. He fucking jacked me. Like, Chiefy, quit that shit. Well, he put my nose underneath my eyeball. Oh. It's over here. So I go in the bar to have a beer with Callahan, Keith Callahan, He's sitting at the park. He's like, what the fuck happened to your nose? It clearing underneath your eyeball. He's like, I don't know. Fucking Chevy hit me. He was fucking pissed off because I smashed his cowboy hat. He's well, let me fix it. He would go like that and he reached over and pushed it back. And he, oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I lived with Chevy at the time. Next morning, I... I'd fucking get even, but I know where you fucking hit me, so I'm just fucking calling it okay, all right? Because <laughs> I was all black and blue and swollen up. But it was clear over underneath my eye. He put it back. That sounds uh, like... Fix it. I only broke mine once. I got hit in the face with a barrel. Uh, like a five-gallon bucket barrel had a handle on top. I was working on a quick cup. Remember, the old ones had the spring-loaded latches on them to latch the outer arms? And it was froze up, and I couldn't get it. So I'm like, I'll use this bucket as a hammer. That's <laughs> why so it was a boom. Cold as shit. I swung that bucket at it, and it bounced up, hit me in the face. And I was 15 years old, 14 years old, and I was up the north place, and I had to drive back to the house. I had a face mask on, and it hurt. And I got in the truck and pulled my face back down, and I sneezed, and it sneezed blood all over my windshield. <laughs> But it was cold as shit, and it all froze to the windshield. And I couldn't see where, and you couldn't wipe it off. It just froze instantly to the cold windshield. <laughs> oh, oh, frozen nasty yeah. shit. Oh, it hurt so it's bad. Rough. Yeah, you broke your nose. Uh, no, this big giant schnauz. No, I've done it yeah. to Mike a big giant nose. I saw that. I added so many fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and the birds are. Flying. I had it so many times. Karate class, you could fucking breaking them. So used to it. <laughs> well, I, are we are we winding down? I think we're are winding we, down here, Bradley. How many minutes you got? Uh, I have one hour fifty eight minutes. That might be a new record. You got to cut it down. Yeah, we'll have a few well, minutes this, out this there. Gonna be a, this, best this, part this is part, this part is released Christmas. Best day. part is we didn't hit any fucking real stories. <laughs> <laughs> this is all made up. Oh fuck! No, we never hit the good ones. <laughs> oh, we ain't fuck. even fucking close, buddy. <laughs> we can't repeat. <laughs> we can't day. put them on air. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll shut the mic off. We'll take a piss. We'll you want to hear about it when we were busted for soliciting prostitution or any of that good stuff? The good stuff? Uh, yeah. Nope. I don't want to hear it. All right. We're, we're back in after we told that hooker story. <laughs> All right. We're not telling them. <laughs> You're not privy. It was fucking that awesome. One. If you want that one, you hire Sid Skank to come spread shit. Sid the Skank Skank. Well, Sid, it's been an honor. I appreciate your time, sir. Yeah, I It's been an honor you having you as a friend. You. Yeah, same with me. So, <laughs> same with me. Yeah. But it's, it's been me. a pleasure. I love being my friend. Thank you. <laughs> one of my best friends. We party every day. So, we started the last episode with uh, the law dog. Any words of wisdom, Sid? Uh, I don't know. Words of wisdom? 
like the old people. Be kind of the old people. They got stories to tell you that you guys will never hear if you don't pay attention to old people. 